The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of this radio station or its sponsors and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision. All rights reserved. Now, AM 1220 KEOW presents New Focus on Wealth with certified financial planner Chad Burton. Drawing from his 28-year background in finance and investing to help you make sense of your money matters. New Focus on Wealth. Get a new focus on personal finance, wealth management, Wall Street, and the economy. Now your host for New Focus on Wealth, Chad Burton. Let's talk money and investing. Sometimes I like some raw numbers. The IRS says that early filers should wait to submit their tax returns. The IRS says taxpayers need to watch out for Form 1099-K. You'll receive this if you receive payment from services like PayPal or Venmo. The deadline for companies to send the 1099-K is typically January 31st. I know, we're starting to talk about taxes. For the first time in history, we saw a net gain in nuclear fusion. Um, I think it's correctly stated, a new a nuclear fusion reaction. This has potential to rock the energy world. National Ignition Facility reportedly said that it achieved a net gain of 120%, 2.5 megajoules of output versus 2.1 megajoules of input. This is considered a big break time, uh, breakthrough in history. Still years away. It's expected to disrupt the energy industry massively, according to Power Magazine. I know you're saying, do you read Power Magazine? <clears throat> yes. Toyota halted the CHR sales and production for the United States. Fans of the crosshatch run have been dealt a major blow today. Toyota's version of a motorized pregnant roller skate will only be available in Europe after 2022. It's a goofy looking car. And some, I, I guess people like goofy looking cars. I'm kind of okay with that. Let's talk about some raw numbers. There's a new Goldman Sachs report, which Goldman Sachs is a luxury brand. Let me quickly explain why you may want to own the stock. It is the Apple of the investment banking world. What Apple is to smartphones, Goldman Sachs is to investment products on the high end. Every now and then, the company makes a huge mistake, typically when they go after the low-end retail investor. But Goldman Sachs came out with a report that said 8 out of 10 retired women said they get less than 70% in income now compared to their pre-retirement days. In comparison, 70% of men reported the same. So no big deal, right? Generally speaking, you want to have at least 70% of your retirement income to live comfortably in retirement. But remember that women rake in 21% less than men do in their lifetimes. That's a sad statistic. Um, I don't have any daughters. The, the joke is that I know of, right? Um, Dad, I'm your daughter. Investors are pulling their money out of commercial real estate investment trust REITs, which are basically real estate mutual funds. Non-traded REITs paid out $3.7 billion in withdrawals in the third quarter, up 12 times from 2021. 
it's the higher interest rates and it's a threat to commercial real estate. So there is more weakness in the system. There is a CPI number that everyone is fascinated with for the next 12 months and it's trending lower and that should help interest rates trend back lower, but not anywhere near where we started the year. Speaking of retail investors, only 1% of retail traders attempt to change their strategy in response to rising living costs and sell off most of their investments. Everyone else seems to nearly split down the middle, although about half of the respondents into a research, uh, to a report plan to be more conservative with future investments. That's interesting. Again, behavioral psychologist, uh, behavioral financial psychologist playing for you right now. This could be a bad show on Fox. The world's most dangerous behavioral financial psychologist. Retail investors are trade are, are, are cutting back their risk at a time when markets are lower. In theory, you can pick up some bargains that had too much risk not priced into them and having too much risk priced out of them. Goldman Sachs aims to cut at least a few hundred more jobs as Wall Street is restructuring its struggling consumer business and braces for an uncertain economy in the year ahead. When Goldman Sachs and Bank of America, lesser extent Wells Fargo, when they talk, I pay attention. Listen to this. You don't want to hear this news, but it's out there. COVID is rapidly spreading. COVID is rapidly spreading through Chinese households and offices after the country's pandemic rules were unexpectedly unwound last week, sparking confusion on the ground as ill-prepared hospitals are struggling to deal with a surge in cases. Uh, China's COVID shots aren't as good as the United States, and that's why they're still having problems. Um, just throwing that down there for you. Found something kind of interesting yesterday. McCormick, known for red Pop-Tarts and celery salt, named his first ever flavor of the year. This is important because it teaches us about millennials or zillennials or kids in the future. They like the spicy stuff. Um, my kids have a challenge with, with each other, and it's, it's for bragging rights of who could eat the hottest peppers it's, I think, a kid's thing, right? But it's interesting to note that as American household has changed, we've added more spice. Back in the 1950s, the average household had four spices. Then it jumped 10 in the 70s. And now on your spice rack, you might have as many as 40 to 50 in your home. Because as we get, as we evolve, we want more spice. The younger kids do. So, oh, what's the spice of the year? Vietnamese X Cajun style seasoning. Um, I think that sounds delicious and I'm strangely interested. What else is out there today? Oh, here's a stupid lawsuit of the day. TGI Fridays branded mozzarella sticks contain no mozzarella. So that's right. Someone is suing. They only have cheddar inside of them. A woman filing a lawsuit claimed. <laughs> Isn't that great? Can you imagine me, the attorney, has to go in front of a judge? Your honorable judge, I want to talk about TGI Fridays, not mozzarella sticks. All right, all right, all right. Yep. 
Um, cough and cold. It's that wonderful season we all find so pleasing. The cough and cold season. Over the counter, we spent about $41 million. It's up 62% year over year in preparation for a nasty cold and flu season. For the record, the generic brands are just as good as the heavily marketed brands as far as active ingredients. Just throwing it down there for you. Um, elsewhere out there, what else are some of the odd little things that we need to wrap up? The EU ruled that Meta should not require users to agree to personalize ads based on their online activity. Um, BuzzFeed let go 12% of its workforce. Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarandos, he says he doesn't see a path to profitability in renting big sports. Juul, remember all the craze with Juul a few years back? Flavored vaping. They reached a settlement of covering thousands of lawsuits, many of which accused the company of marketing to teens and children. Reddit released a video of the year, which slowly, I'm not a big Reddit guy. I I see it. I know it. I get it. I'm digesting it. But um, they released a video of the year of all the events. And it just, when you look back at 2022, you're going to snicker. World Cup is a big shot at fame, but it's also a bucket full of cash. The prize pool for the 2022 tournament is $440 million, up from $400 million in 2018. The champions receive $42 million. In contrast, the Women's World Cup pool size was $30 million. So the men, $440 million. The women, $30 million. Now, U.S. soccer has got an equal pay agreement requiring that men and women's team pool the money and split World Cup prize money. Since the U.S. men's team made it to the top 16, they're guaranteed a payout of at least $13 million. When the women's team won in 2019, the reward was $4 total million. The United States men's team gets three out of 16, and they get $13 million. The women won the tournament in 2019 and got $4 million. How do you feel about that? Again, I'm just very thrilled that I don't have a daughter because that would make me kind of angry. Um, Americans earning upwards of $200,000. We deduct about $30,600 in donations a year. That seems a little high to me. Um, But I guess it is a tax break, right? What other stories do we have to check the box on? Victoria's Secret was synonymous with its annual fashion show and supermodels dubbed angels. The company is slammed for promoting unrealistic beauty standards, sexism, and discrimination. They are doing everything they can and uh, try to make their swimwear and intimate lines that feature expanded size ranges, bringing on trans plus size, black models, extending its styles and fabrications. They recently acquired a direct-to-consumer women's intimate brands known as Adore which is known for its extended sizing. Um, turnarounds, can they turn? Warren Buffett says they rarely do. Would you invest in Victoria's Secret? Very big investment in the 1980s and 1990s. Not so much since. As a new generation of women, the millennials and zillennials have come into shopping. 30. That's why we pay attention. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. 
You're listening to New Focus on Wealth on AM 1220 KDOW. This has been a big year for medical breakthroughs. Roughly four in 10 Americans are obese. I'm going to go over three of the big breakthroughs this year. There's been a lot. The term weight loss pill has been, how shall we say, glamorized? Is that right? But we skew trying to get a pill and we have to diet and exercise, but we'd prefer a pill. There's a new diabetes drug that's working at incredibly well as a weight loss drug with it's not a happy accident. It's created an extraordinary evolution. In 2010's patients on diabetes medication, semeglitude, uh, noticed something interesting. They were losing a ton of weight and side effects wasn't a fluke. So throwing it out there, not going to get into how it works. Naturally occurring hormones, it's mimicking. It's the only medication in the pipeline that helps people lose weight without suffering major side effects. Um, it's in phase one trials. Patients with a higher dose lost more than 14% of their body weight in less than three months. Amgen's larger phase two studies could be in next year. This is big. <laughs> and I know this is going to sound horrific. I mean, it's big. Yeah, it's a weight loss drug. It's big. Yeah, 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 I get it. Um, elsewhere out there, the power to synthesize life. This summer, scientists grew an embryo in a lab without the use of sperm or eggs or womb. It happened to be that of a mouse, but the species is of secondary importance. What matters is that a team in Israel forged something in a lab that butted a tail on day six, had a beating heart on day eight, and even had the beginnings of a brain. Now, again, what's that lead to? Um, it could lead to fixing embryonic mutations, developmental diseases, um, a lot of good. This year, we saw doctors reverse death. This is kind of the most interesting um, Yale research case that I read this week, where animals that have been dead for hours were brought back to life by pumping an experimental substance into the veins and arteries. After they've laid deceased for an hour plus, getting their hearts to beat again, this would be useful if you were in a car crash and suddenly died or you were a soldier and bled out on the um, battlefield. Now, again, it brings into the spooky references of the monkey paw uh, pet cemetery and any other cheating death kind of scenarios. But we are doing some pretty crazy stuff. And uh Earlier in the show, I talked about how fusion is starting to create more energy than what it's costing us to create that energy. And that's a huge breakthrough. A lot of AI technology this year um, has been developed. So we got a snapshot of time, thanks to the courtesy of James Webb Telescope, sent back first images of ancient light from across the universe. We have all sorts of successful fighter uh, cancer fighting technologies being developed. The most exciting one that I saw uh, was uh, a trial with 18 rectal cancer patients. They were prescribed a new immunotherapy and cancers vanished. And doctors at Memorial Sloan Ketterling Cancer Center said, first time this has ever happened in cancer as far as we know. But there's a company called Grail, which 
Bill Gates is invested in. This is, and again, sometimes it's about timing your fraud, right? Elizabeth Holmes wanted to come up with a blood test that could detect cancers and tell you if you're going to go on a date and sexual STDs. Like it was, it was a great idea. One little pinprick of blood. There's a company called Grail, which launched a blood test called Gallery. It's not cheap. It's not perfect. Grail has been invested in by Bill Gates, like I mentioned. It's not even approved by the FDA, but it's a start. The test is looking for circulating tumor DNA in blood. It costs roughly $1,000, but it detects 50 types of cancers with a false positive rate below 1%. If these tests get cheaper, more available, more accurate, they'll herald a hopeful future for medicine and finding diseases early. I bring all this up because it's still a great time to be an investor. Capitalism is still working. We are still innovating around the world. And I kind of like the science. You know, legal lab meat. The FDA cleared a California company called Upside Foods to produce lab-grown chicken. It is the first ever cultivated meat product to pass this key regulatory hurdle. More obstacles remain, such as approval by the Department of Agriculture before you can order an Upside Foods chicken sandwich with white meat that grew in a lab, but it's a start. Um... I don't know. Should you be excited or should you get all depressed that the recession's coming? I think you should always be excited. Uh, Warren Buffett has famously said, never bet against America. And I kind of agree with that. So a lot of promising technologies out there in healthcare. Some of them dealing with weight loss. Some of them dealing with cancer. You get the idea. One of the things I'm going to like in hindsight on 2022 is I think we learned a lot. Um, If you were heading into retirement, this was the first time in a long time that you had to check yourself and go, am I doing things correctly? If you lose your job near retirement, that's a tough one. What would I do if I lost my job right now? Some kind of near retirement. I could retire in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Fortunately, I do a, a gig where in theory, I'm getting wiser as I do it, right? But if I were to lose my job, I would assess my budget. First things first. I would take a look at what I'm spending, take a look at what I'm bringing in, take a look at what's going out. Then I would evaluate my savings. Do I have a substantial emergency fund? Then I would assess my social security options. The earliest you can take Social Security is 62 years old. I'm too far away from that. For people born in 1960 or later, the retirement age when you can collect 100% of your benefits is 67. Claiming your Social Security benefits is 62. Locks you into a lower amount. You need to replace 60 to 80% of your income. And Social Security might, might do 10 to 20%, but not even close for me. Have a plan in place always a good idea i think 2022 we're going to learn did we have a plan or not history should be kind to us if we did learn something from it you can find me online at rob black show twitter rob black show youtube at rob black show i'm rob black now back to new focus on wealth on am 1220 kdow i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more thanks for listening to the show anything you want to talk about we could talk about It is an interesting week on Wall Street because we get the CPI number, consumer price deflation, and we get a Fed meeting. And then ultimately, 
we're in the in the clear for the year as far as big reports coming out. Let's talk about what we're seeing today. Today's the CPI side of the fence. But before we get to that, let's talk about what we saw a little bit yesterday. Um, NASDAQ was up 1.2%. The SP 500 up 1.4%. Dow Jones Industrial Average up 1.5%. 10 year Treasury sits at 3.6%. A really, that's an area where markets can get a little bit constructive and positive um, from what we've seen historically throughout the year. And again, historically throughout the year, it's like, uh, does a linear make history? Not really. Tesla lost 6% yesterday. It's really feeling like Elon Musk is uh, over-focusing on Twitter and kind of losing his mojo at Tesla. It's way too early to say. But that's what investors are saying, that he's obviously going to have to use Tesla as a piggy bank to help solve problems of Twitter. Sam Bankman Freed won't be able to talk his way out of this one. He was arrested yesterday in the Bahamas. An island nation, American authorities explained that it came at their request. The U.S. criminal charges against Sam Bankman Freed won't be unsealed until today. But according to the New York Times, they include wire fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy, securities fraud, securities fraud, conspiracy, and money laundering. Um. His aw shucks, I wasn't in the know vibe. It's not going to sell. Um, he's getting bad advice or he's acting not with his lawyer's best uh, advice in mind. Just throwing that down. It, it strongly looks like this man's going to jail and is he had a brokerage platform. He had a hedge fund. The hedge fund was borrowing from the brokerage platform. The hedge fund was borrowing from client assets. Can you imagine putting your money in the bank and you go to get it out a year later because you want a down payment on a house? And they're like, sorry, someone used your money. Bernie Madoff admitted his guilt pretty quickly. Sam Bankman Freed is trying to, to hide and say he's ignorant. He's just, I didn't know. My girlfriend was running the hedge fund and I didn't know what she was doing. I should have done a tie. Like, no, that's that doesn't fly. Ignorance is not, is not an excuse in the eyes of the law. So yesterday, a scientist at the California's Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory successfully produced a nuclear fusion reaction with a net energy gaining, meaning it produced more energy than it used. This is a huge breakthrough. It has the potential to create energy to power the world without producing carbon or radioactive waste. It'll be a long time before nuclear fusion becomes commercially viable, but this is the second time in my 25 years of doing this. Uh, financial podcast that I've got to talk about nuclear fusion. The first one was all fraud. The first one, they're like, oh, we got it. And then in the coming months, they didn't have it. Supreme Court rejected a bid by major tobacco companies to block a statewide ban on flavored tobacco products that was voted in by Californians last month, saying we're not going to get involved. Elsewhere out there, let's hit today. I think this is a big one. Um, November CPI cools and markets heat up in a big way. Uh, one Wall Street brokerage firm today said the market could go up 10% if the consumer inflation number was friendly. And it was friendly. Was it friendly enough to get us a 10% rally? Something that's never happened in my lifetime in one day. But um, 7.3% year over year. It's up only 7.3% year over year. The month-to-month increase was very constructive. 
of saying we're not going to be having this conversation a year from now. Total CPI was up one-tenth of a percent month over month. Expectations were about three-tenths of a percent on a month-to-month. And again, month-to-month is different than year-over-year. Non-core CPI was up only 6% versus 6.3% in October. Showing you that the numbers are coming down fast enough. I think you're getting the vibe that only is the key that it's still a pretty big number on a year over year. But if we're starting to look for the light at the end of the tunnel, if we're starting to look for, can we finally stop talking about inflation and move on to jobs? And can we move on from jobs to corporate profits? It's a little bit of a breather. It's, it's moving in the right direction. Um, so the fed tomorrow will have this encouraging inflation report. Now, what did the Fed say tomorrow? Will it happen to draw more attention to services inflation as a basis to emphasize the Fed still has a lot of work to do to get down to the target rate of 2%? I think everyone thinks the Fed will be happy if it gets down to 3 to 4%. 6% still very sticky and very high, but on a year-over-year number, that's the problem. On a month-to-month, it seems to be working in our favor. So the stock market's wrapped up in the headlines. And the thought there is that the clearance now could unleash a year in rally starting Thursday, maybe Wednesday afternoon after the Fed's done with their final move of the year. So that's the big story of the day. In my opinion, it doesn't get bigger than that. Um, dueling stories between the SEC has charged Sam Bankman fried and accused him of orchestrating massive years long fraud. Um, or is it the inflation rates coming down just to skosh? Uh, I think we're all pretty happy to see that inflation number coming down. Listen to this sad statistic. Just one in three American understands a crucial component to planning smartly for retirement. And that could prove very, very costly. Some 73% of American workers say they're on track for a comfortable lifestyle in retirement. Pros say the general rule of thumb is you want to replace 60 to 80% of your pre-retirement income. If you use that as baseline, which is typically a different amount for everyone, the majority of households today are under saving. Workers have estimated median retirement savings of $93,000 with baby boomers reporting a total savings of just $202,000. That's it. That's it. That's not enough. That's only going to replace about 55%. Um, That's only for boomers. I'm going to replace about 40% of their income, not 70 to 80%. That's worthy of note. Very few people have understanding of asset allocation. I work with EP Wealth, um, and I'm always constantly impressed with the smart brains that help me with my portfolio decisions. So procrastinating on retirement investing is a, a scourge. Percent of workers who are not considering retirement investing by age. Um, we're getting more and more people who just don't even, they go, I can't even get a down payment for a house, let alone get enough money saved for retirement. And I say start small, but starts early. Um, my kids have acorn accounts where it's tied towards, you know, dad's credit card and, and anything that I spend money on saves a buck or two bucks every, every purchase for them. I barely feel it. Um, If you have a 401k at your work, I have a new producer in the last couple months. 
Um, he should get it the 401k at the, the office and do the 3% match. Then after that, if he wants to increase to 4%, 5%, 6%, 7%, 15% of his salary is where he's going for. If you can't do that, you're not going to be able to retire. In my opinion, you have to replace your income. And to do that, you have to save a big chunk of your income, up to 15%. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black.